Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Meriden, have you queefed anywhere in public lately that you want to share with us? Fantastic <laughs> opening question, Chrissy. We have Meriden of Cincy State of Being with us today. Hello. Hello. I have not queefed <laughs> recently in public. Because that is what the masses want to know. Yeah. People want to know. People need to know this information. I haven't. No no stories to share? No, yeah, sadly. Same. Sorry. Same. Have n- had had zero public queefing of late. We've been under control. <laughs> We've been in control and under control. <laughs> I mean, at least in that sense. Of yeah, it's true. The world. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mayor, thanks so much for coming back. Of course. I'm so I'm happy, happy to, to have be you. Here. I really want to know what your favorite workout was. Okay, so Molly and I went to Burn Boot Camp in Hyde Park. I have not been there. We need to go to the Saturday class. So they pack them out. Like, it was probably 60 people. Holy shit. And it's, it's over by, like, mad, where it's, like... Kind of by that tree. Okay. Yeah, like that it's like, area. It's like the area of Oakley that I know nothing about. Yeah, like strip I'm mall. So unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they pack it. So there's like 60 people and the energy is amazing. Mm. And it was all different fitness levels, which I love. Mm-hmm. And everyone was cheering each other on. So it's circuits. Okay. And literally I was doing like um, ropes and this girl next to me, we are totally different fitness levels. Yeah. And all of a sudden she turned over. She's like, let's do five more in the amount of time. So it was like so collaborative. Wait, that's so great. And that's really hard to come by. I feel like yes. when you're trying something new or going to a fitness studio for the first time, Yeah, like it, it can sometimes, and this is not necessarily bad and I'm totally guilty of it too, of like, you know, your people and then the people that you don't know, you're like, not that you're mean or rude, but you're just not as engaged. Right. And so that's so nice to hear. Like, you don't even know her. And she's telling you to keep going. I know. And I'm not like a big rah-rah cheerleader high five to strangers. It's not like my thing. It's very much not my thing. I don't Mm -hmm. like it at all. But for some reason in this setting, it felt right. And it felt good. No, I I can totally get there. I had an experience for the Orange Theory Dry Try. Like, I sat down at the rower. And there was like an, an older, older gentleman there who was like doing the dry try with us. And he like looked, he like tapped me on the shoulder and he was like, good job. And like, I almost burst into tears right there. like, we did it. I I was like, thank you. Um, Wait, speaking of side note, did you watch the Masters yesterday? Fuck no. I did not watch the Masters. Well, you should watch this clip of Tiger Woods' son hugging him after because I don't even like golf. My husband made me watch it and I was sobbing. Just from the hug? Yes, because they showed a clip of his dad 20 years ago when he won up, whatever, 97 when he won. Yeah. And his dad was hugging him, and now his dad's dead, and he was hugging his son in the same spot. Mm, yeah, got like me. I'm not a big golf okay. fan, but mm-hmm. that was get it. okay. So, so it's a it's like different stations you go to. Burn yeah, Bukin. sorry, Burn Bukin. No, yeah, yeah, good. Um, I digress. So yeah, it was circuits. So I think we did six circuits, and you have a partner. And I'm not sure if it's the same every Saturday, okay. but I think it's always a partner workout. So okay. Molly was my partner. Yeah. Um, and you do something for a, a minute and a half, and then you switch at that oh, station, okay. and then you do switch again, 45 seconds, switch again, 30 seconds, okay. and then you switch stations. Got it. Is it like a mixture of weights? And yes. So it was weight, everything. cardio. Yes. Yeah. It was I, good. I was like so hip to them when they first came. And then just kind of like got overwhelmed with things and didn't follow up. So I need yeah. to go. It was good. I liked yeah. it. Okay. And it was like the perfect Saturday morning workout because we were drenched. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I feel good yes. starting my weekend. I now. love a good Saturday morning for sure. Yeah. Okay. What about you? So I recently got back from like a very intense week of international travel for work. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah. Um, I was happy to go for work purposes, but like it, it was a lot. 
So I had put out on Instagram that I needed some like hotel gym workouts. And I got a, a ton of responses back, which was awesome. And my favorite one that I did was the first morning I was in Panama. And it was like a, a burpee ladder series from Ellen Whitney, yeah. past guest. So the workout was great. It was quick. It was powerful. It was, it was what I needed to do. But it was like mostly my favorite because there was, since it was like our first night there, people were feeling still fresh. And so there were a lot of people in the gym, like senior executives that I work with. Sure. Guys. And, you know, they're like on a fucking elliptical. That's cool. I was just going like, to say that. They're like on a weight machine. Yeah. Like doing like some hamstring or whatever. Yeah. And I got to like just come in and like totally flex on them. And it felt so good. And so like, like later at night, they're like, oh, you know, at like dinners, whatever. They're like, oh, like, do, you, are, do you like work out a lot? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I, guess maybe I dabble. I, like, like, I mean, like I have I a podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. I just like to seriously flex. But it was... I want people to keep sending me their hotel gym workouts. Wait, gonna... I do too. Send them to me. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'll post them too. Yes. When I do them because they've been, it's it's been really helpful because I'm not a person, I can't think of on myself. It's, I just can't do was it. Was Ellen's the one you posted that was like a la- uh, the ladder, ladder? The burpee okay. ladder. Yeah. 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 It was really good. I was drenched in sweat. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Um, But I. And it's crazy because it looks so easy when you read it. Totally. And then no. The same. Like. Yeah. Sarah Jenkins' husband sent me one, and I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm I not got feeling this. up to yeah. it." Yeah, and then you get it, you get going, you're like, "Oh okay," but yeah, it was so important for me to just do something. Yes, when I was sanity. traveling, yeah, like I just needed to move my body after sitting, mm-hmm. after like being on airplane, whatever it was, and it did not happen every day. And I definitely was like, when I needed to sleep, I slept, and so that was yeah. like that was my priority. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I got to do something. Yeah. So it was good. That's awesome. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, Favorite trend. Is that what we're on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I am actually, that's so funny, loving how much everyone's talking about sleep. So do you? I love sleep. I love sleep. Like I, if I could put it on my resume. I'm right now, but yeah. I'm great at it. I'm a great sleeper. I have a podcast for you to listen to. What is it? It's a, a Joe Rogan podcast and he has this sleep specialist on. And I almost wish I wouldn't have heard it because you can't I can't like unknow what I now know about how important sleep is and how important like seven hours and all these people they're like I operate fine on you don't like less than one percent of the population actually does so like you're probably not one of them right and yeah perhaps you're getting through your day but you are not operating optimally exactly and it's like oh so important for like your brain for everything yeah so I'm like loving how many people are talking about it yeah so i'm into sleep right now oh yeah and i'm into kundalini have you tried no can you tell us what kundalini is okay so i'm not an expert so you mm-hmm. shouldn't listen okay disclaimer to like quote, the podcast in general yeah no i am not an expert i am not an expert we are not on experts. many things except like rose <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> which we're drinking right yes. now <laughs> okay so kundalini is a kind of yoga and it's all about unlocking the energy in like different chakras okay and there's very powerful meditations and it's actually the most widely researched form of yoga with addictions trauma depression anxiety interesting and they have specific meditation protocols for each condition okay so if you're like like for me i'm like i feel like really stuck lately mm-hmm. like i just feel creatively like creatively? yeah and i just feel like i'm kind of in a rut like i'm uh-huh. doing the same thing every day and like yeah. not they feel like there's a wall somewhere. Okay. Um, personally, professionally, whatever. Yeah. So I'm doing a 
kundalini meditation that's about like on getting negative energy out like okay. getting unstuck so when you say that is it like at your home are you going somewhere yeah so no i just found it um do you know ann minter no she's a local kundalini teacher she's okay. amazing she also teaches at miami university mm -hmm. um i like her already yes obviously red <laughs> hawk <laughs> but she so i say that to say that she's like in the science world too okay. so she's not like so woohoo that she's you can't, got a like, foot in science and the other foot in yeah. woohoo but She's I always text her when I'm struggling with something and she'll be like, oh, mm. try this meditation. So when you say a meditation, what does yes. that mean? So this one, you sit with your hand, your thumbs on your temple like this. Okay. And then you breathe in through your nose and there's a particular chant that you do. Okay. And you do that chant for three minutes. What's with, the chant? Um, it's Sat Na Nam Ta. Oh, so it's in a it's, different it's, language. Yeah, it's not English. Um, okay. What and does it mean? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> don't know. You're just chanting. No. It. Yeah. I don't care. She told me I should chant it. She said it works. I'm it could be like, I piss Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Who cares if I feel better? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm not like going to argue with that. all about yet. the placebo effect. Right. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I should find out what it really means, but I don't know if there's an English translation. Okay. Because it might it's just like be an overall Sanskrit. feeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you chant this thing. You hold your temples. You breathe in. Yeah. Three, three minutes. minutes. That's it. And so there's different chants for different conditions. So it's not really like even a yoga pose. No. It's just a meditation. No. And there's always like a hand um, position that you do with it. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it helps? Yeah. And I don't even care if I just think that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't like, matter. I really am into it. So I want to learn more about it because I'm trained in yoga, but definitely not kundalini. It's like a totally different yeah. sect. And yeah. I've heard... Obviously, I've heard of it. I've heard people yeah. talk about it. And it's always one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I love Kundalini. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I'm actually no clue what it is. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. So you found it through this woman. But yes. like, how, how would people, if they're interested, how would they learn so more about teaches, it? So she teaches, you can Google Anne. She teaches at a few different places. Mm -hmm. I know she was teaching at Elemental Ohm. Okay. She was teaching at this like wellness center in Lebanon that seems really cool that I haven't been to yet. Uh -huh. um, and I think there's a few other Kundalini teachers in Cincinnati, but I don't know them personally. So she's the only one I can actually recommend. Is it always three minutes? No. So okay. you can work up from there, but that's what okay. they say to start with. And that's okay. just what I've been doing. And it's so they have like really powerful meditations about like breath of fire. It's supposed to give you energy. Mm. So everything's very prescriptive, which I like mm -hmm. because some meditations like you just I mean I also meditate and just sit there right. but sometimes it's nice to have like a road like a per yeah like here's it feels what like you're, you're working to towards yeah. something yeah 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 I mean it's probably like my western mind like I yes. need to s striving to yes 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 totally whatever, but interesting but yeah no even back to the sleep stuff like it's so I'm I'm bad right now yeah I'm really bad about it yeah this time last year exactly in this time I think for like the month of April I was doing a sleep challenge where I ha was waking up within the same hour every single day. So I had to wake up between six and seven every day, every day. You, you can't deviate we like, do this? on the weekends. No, you're no, you're, you're dying. I, you're pausing. I like think about it all the time and I'm like, I, w I would like to get back there. I don't know if I'm in a place yeah. to do that right now. Yeah. I would like to be because that's where they say it's like the most, is kind of like the most powerful place is that you're waking up at the same time every yes. day. And so then I had that. So the goal, the goal time of waking up and I had 
at an hour time. So like I wanted at least seven hours and I was tracking it on my Fitbit. So it was like you pretty much did have to have a bedtime. But then I got a little obsessive and I didn't like that. Yeah. And I would, as soon as I woke up, I was like rolling over, looking at Fitbit, like what was my REM? What was my deep sleep? And like kind of beating myself up about something I totally had no control over. I mean, I probably did, you know, alcohol consumption or or whatever, but kind of coming from this place of like, you need to chill. Like, okay, now you're stressing about your sleep. That's how I got, have you ever heard of the muse? Like it's something you can, it's a trackable for meditation. So you can wear it when you meditate and it'll tell you when you're in certain brain. Oh. Doesn't Ryan use that? Yeah. I don't know if it's, he uses the M wave. Okay. Him and I talked about it like briefly. Okay. It's similar, but I can't, I can't wear that because Mm -hmm. I get. It's not good for you. Controlling about it. And I'm like, okay, now I'm stressed about my meditating. Cool. Yeah. 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 This is a a good segue into mine. So I wanted to do a check-in in our 365 days of yoga. Yes. So for everyone out there. We did a, a December yoga challenge, which was an hour of an hour. No. Was it 10 minutes? 15. It was 15. We kept it. Because then okay. Molly tried to join late and she was like, I've been doing five minutes of yoga every yeah, day. And like, we were like, no. no. Okay. It was 15 minutes of yoga every day for the month of December. Yoga could mean a meditation. Yes. It could be stretching. It could obviously be a class, whatever. We, we left it pretty, pretty open-ended. And so we got through yoga or we got through December and it was almost kind of like a breeze. And I was like, let's keep doing this. Ryan kind of like had a challenge to me. You had mentioned it before. And I was like, okay, we're just going to go in for it. And so I was really strong, like the first part of the year, probably up through sometime in March. And we completely forgot for a day. Ryan and I both, like we just missed us. Yeah. We woke up the next morning. And we're like, shit, we missed a day of yoga. And it, Ohm, like I had the feeling of like it derailed. I was like, well, then I'm done. Yeah. Then I can't keep doing it. Like it, it had to be this like perfect. All or nothing. It had to be an all or nothing. And which is it's so like me and a lesson I will like relearn and relearn and it's relearn. Like mindset. Yeah. That like, that's not the point. Like it, it wasn't that I was going in thinking there's no way I can do 365 days of yoga. But like, that's not the point. The point is we were making an effort. It's not going to be perfect. And we end up doing 300 days of yoga a year. Like, that's better oh, than zero. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But it, re- but I really almost just got into yeah. it where I was like, well, I might as well just kind of like toss in the towel. Yeah. No. So then I did like a recommitment awesome. like the rest of March and was like, good. You renewed your vows. Yes. I renewed yes. my vows recently with like I'm the work. I'm a little work- sad I wasn't invited to the ceremony. I'm but sorry. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> recently with the work travel, it put like another wrench in and I, I didn't do it. And so now I want to like publicly recommit let's recommit because yeah. i'm gonna come clean and i've missed three days total in the whole year so far yeah oh my god that's so good mayor but i missed three days yeah and then i just started again yeah yeah so like uh, yeah point being like you can fucking fall off and you can get back yeah. on and it's great and that's not the point it's the journey not the destination yeah. and and some of those days like one time i was in the basement with our friends in chicago with a three-year-old climbing all over me for five minutes so like i fool if i did 15 but like does that really yes. I mean, count it like, yeah, it counts. Yeah. It counts. I primarily have been doing Ramwads and I've yeah. been throwing in extra like moto stuff. Um, but yeah, I just need to like get back into it. Yeah. Okay. Let's recommit. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. We've come to the wild card. This is not, you don't need to be worried about us spoiling anything. We're not yeah. going to actually talk about it. But which character on Game of Thrones would you want to be best friends with? Okay. So, full disclosure. I didn't start watching until what season is it now? Seven, eight, 
It's the last one. I Whatever. didn't start watching until like season four or five because I didn't start you didn't watching watch any of the first. No, I didn't start well, watching till I met I'm my husband. You. I know it's okay. <laughs> and still, I wasn't really into it because the first episode that I saw was on a family vacation with his mom, his sister, and him, and it was mm-hmm. a rape scene. And I was like, I- I'm out. Like this show is weird. It's totally weird. Yeah. <laughs> A rape scene is like the the, the least of your worries. Yeah. And Ryan's like, well, at least it wasn't incestual. I was like, what <laughs> is the show? <laughs> but since then, he's explained what happened in the first season. So mm-hmm. I feel like kind of caught up. But mm-hmm. like there's a lot that I don't know. Just okay. like full disclosure. Okay. Okay. But I think I was talking to Ryan about this this yeah. morning. You had to get his approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Jon Snow. Okay. Because he's super loyal. Okay. Like he's got your back. Totally. He now seems like the most important character like okay. he's gonna have the most influence and power yeah. so i want to be his best arguably friend. Right. right 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 and he's just nice mm-hmm. do you yeah. think he's hot yeah of course yeah can you have sex with your best friend i mean hopefully yeah. <laughs> i mean that's the whole intention so i like I, I was talking to this question i asked this question i married so my best friend in real life so right like, there you I, go i was like chatting with like some other people about this question that we were gonna have today and yeah, that was like the first question. They're like, can you have sex with your best friend? I'm like, I would hope so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So mine is Daenerys, obviously. Like, I, I feel really? like. Really? Yeah. I feel like she's going to stab you in the back. That's okay. I'm okay you with that. You want that from your best no, friend? No, I don't want that from my best friend. But I think that as a best friend, like, we can help each other in certain areas. And, like, maybe I can. Just Do you ha- want to, like, fix her? I don't want to fix her. I think that we have a lot in common. Okay. Like, I love a braid. The wraparound halter crop tops are very flattering on me as well. Sure. I have good shoulders. Sure. Yeah. So we could like share clothes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to get fried to death by her dragons. Okay. So you want to be on her side. I do. I truly do. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I could help her like loosen up a little bit. I think that she would really like me and then she wouldn't want to stab me. I think that she, what she's missing is a best friend. Maybe. But I think the best friend is the one that doesn't have any balls. You know, her best friend. What are those people? The woman? Yeah. The ones that have the, get the castrated. Oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't, she wouldn't have any balls to begin with. Okay. But I mean, woman. what are they, call, what are those people called? Like in the Unsullied. Show? Okay. Yeah. I think that's her best friend. She has one. Yeah. It's, it's not me though. I think I could do better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My other runner up was Cersei. Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Cersei. Okay. Yeah. But then Ryan told no. me. No. She... You cannot have no, her No. Ryan best was like, no. She was a total wimp in the first four seasons. Like. I mean. I, I don't know if I would say wimp. I think he's just like like evil embodied in a human form. Wait, the redhead? No, you're thinking of Sansa. Oh, Sansa. Okay, Sansa. We have to end this conversation now. Sansa. Sansa is who I wanted to be my best friend. Because like, I think she's great. Yeah, she's great. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I done. said full disclosure. <laughs> like, sorry, world. I know you're obsessed Was with this. Was hoping to have a great in-depth conversation yeah. with you. No, okay, we got. We at least got through it. We got through it. I mean, Sansa looks great. She's nice. Oh, she's nice. She does look great. She's got you're great right. qualities. You're right. You're right. Okay, Mare's sticking around. We got a really wonderful guest to chat with. My guest today is passionate about empowering women through fitness fighting body stigma, and encouraging us to embrace strength. From corporate world to kettlebell swings, she's creating a community through classes that will push you to dig deep and discover what you're capable of. You'll also sweat like crazy and have lots of Instagram photo ops with her adorable downtown studio. Please welcome Michelle Ziegler of The Barcode. 
Hello, Michelle. Hello. Welcome to What the Fit. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, this is nice. Mayor's still be- sitting over there being a little a little quiet. I'm still here. <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> well, because- Chrissy told me I couldn't say what I really want to say into the mic, so. Mayor, what do you really want to say into the mic? <laughs> Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? <laughs> I mean, doesn't that doesn't a mic like make you want to? No, okay, no, it's only me. No, okay. <laughs> only you. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, Mayor and I have gone through now a bottle of rosé, so that's probably why she's thinking these. <laughs> they got started any- before me. I know. Yeah. We we broke into it. Don't worry. We yeah. have another fresh bottle that. on the table. We we got La Granja. If there are any listeners out there that do want to say that when they find a mic, find me so we can be friends. <laughs> it's a wine of Spain. It's from Trader Joe's. So. Perfect. Anyways. And it's vegan. Uh, wait. Because that matters. Wait. It's right vegan there. on the label? It actually says vegan. Isn't all wine? No, wait. Are you coming to our pleasantry event? I am coming to the pleasantry I, event. Are you Plug coming? the pleasantry event right no, now. I will. Sadly. Because Daniel, who owns Pleasantry, who's amazing, and Molly and I had a conversation with him all about wine and mindful eating. Uh-huh. And he's doing an event on April 29th with us. And we're doing a wine tasting and an educational event where he's talking all about what the heck's in our wine and what kind of wine we should pick. And what does vegan mean? What does organic mean? What does natural wine mean? Interesting. Yeah, okay, I'm excited. So they can look it up on Sincita Bean. Yeah, Sincita Bean, you can sign up um, on our Eventbrite. It's $30 if uh-huh. you're not an insider, and it's $15 if you are an insider. I will be there. I already bought my ticket. Perfect. I'm pumped. I'm excited. We get to drink wine, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get Wine included? Yes, wine included Ooh, in that cost. Not just pl- educational. Not just yeah. education. And yeah. pleasantry is so cute. I'm it's like, adorable. Yeah. And the intention he puts behind each item that he puts on the menu and everyone he hires, it's amazing. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. So, Michelle, welcome. Yes. Thank Owner you. of the barcode. Make a sweat to death. Give us a cute studio. <laughs> for sure. We want to hear about how you got how you got into this. How did you get started? So, I grew up dancing and like, kind of dance? like many <laughs> little girls. Uh, so, ballet, tap, jazz. Oh, yeah. I did ballet and jazz. Okay. No tap. I didn't do tap, but I always pretended to do tap in my kitchen. <laughs> like shuffle ball chain. Shuffle ball For chain. Sure. For sure. For sure. I pretended. Time step, but... a good old, you know, over the top. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, a tap was my favorite, actually. Like, the, I just loved, I loved the rhythm. And um, I just, I don't know. I never did sports, which is a shame because I'm almost six one so people are like volleyball or basketball and I say neither I was a dancer I am a dancer (laughs) um I on a really quick side note I knew that you were a dancer because when you were teaching a class just like the way that you pointed your foot you can always tell Mm -hmm. the dancers from the non-dancers from their foot point Mm. thank you yeah the way they walk like your posture the way you move yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. that's definitely yeah it's a it's it is it's a way to it's the way you carry yourself i guess mm-hmm. but uh no i was not um team sports were not my thing yeah. i was actually really awkward when it came to sports but but put me on a stage and yeah i come would alive. just come yeah. alive it was all about the performance <laughs> so um yeah so i grew up dancing and that um uh, for me was just like my creative outlet yeah. so for my entire life and then as i grew up and got older 
I mean, I haven't really grown up, but yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, we're just, I, what is this thing yeah, called adulting, I right? feel you. <laughs> and you have a kid. Are sometimes you're like, how uh, the heck do I, am I a mom? How, yes, okay. exactly. Every day it's like, you know, you realize that there is no, there is just, no matter how much you read about being a parent or anything, like we're all just making it up as we go. That we're feels doing better the best we to can. hear you say that. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so so yeah as I got older let's say that as I became more experienced mm -hmm. uh, in the world yeah. in the world yes <laughs> I decided I so there was a part of me that loved performing and and being artistic but yeah. then there was a, another really big part of me that was into math and science I was a total geek Whoa, so I'm kind of, of that like going on mm, whole yes. package here yeah yeah, well, you can say that. I can say that. Uh, so anyway, I was, you know, I really liked math and science, and I ended up doing um, engineering in college. What kind so of engineering? industrial engineering. Very. What does that mean? So good question. It it can be a lot of things. I focused on logistics and transportation. Okay. But a, basically, there's also you know like there, there's a. There's operations, there's uh, optimization, there's industrial engineering is more about how do you make systems better. Cool. So it's less, it's not heavy science, it's more math focused. So it's all about efficiency and just being able to come in and I worked for Pepsi right out of school and a big part of my job was doing time studies and looking at how in, pr in production, like in a, in a warehouse or yeah. in a, um, a factory, mm -hmm. how the workers were, you know, how, how effectively were they yeah. producing? Um, and there's whatever system optimization. Yes, let's just, yes, yes, let's yes. just call it that. Yeah. No, I do a lot of process optimization yeah. in my current role. Yeah. So as much as I, just I into work speak there, did you hear mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Heard it. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I liked that in theory, um, I found that once I got out into the real world, um, it just, it, that whole artistic part of me just felt like I was, it was, it wasn't being fulfilled. Yeah. So I, I felt I, that too. Yeah. yeah. Right. So as much as like, it's great in a, in a confined, you know, educational setting mm -hmm. as I actually took a job and did it, um, I found it to be just, there was something missing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my thought was, okay, well, I like math. I, you know, I, there's, but I, there's this artistic part of me. So what about marketing, right? Mm. Marketing is like the sure. art and science and yeah. like good marketing, you know, it's uses cool data. Job. Exactly. Yeah. All the cool kids do Exactly. It. <laughs> right. So I, um, uh, long story short, went back to grad school and got a master's in marketing science found a little company called Dunhumby. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. a little company. Well, it was little then, right? It was very it was oh. back in I'm going to I'm going to date myself here, but uh, it was 2007. I interned in Cincinnati. It was my very first time ever in Cincinnati. I'm a wow. Chicago girl. What was your first reaction? Uh so my first reaction I I got to live with my cousin for the summer who has a beautiful home on the West End. And I felt like I was in just like a, this 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 palace, like it was incredible. I'm so happy to hear uh, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati, as opposed like a yeah. palace. <laughs> but, Probably not a shared experience by many. But. No, no. But I mean, the, like the just his house was so cool. And yeah. he, anyway, um, but my experience, like ten years, more than ten years ago, was that the city was just like night and day from what it is now. Yeah, mm -hmm. just yeah. felt 
dead totally. honestly yeah. like you did not want to people told me you do not want to live downtown like you have no reason being downtown mm-hmm. it was I worked downtown and then you know he lived close by in the west end but all my time was spent out right I don't have the same place now that um 1851 is right 8451 8451 yeah, 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 but sorry, it's sorry, a bunch sorry. of it's four numbers yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. uh it actually was it started I'm not going to bore you with the details it started out on 3rd street okay. but then it moved across the street also on 3rd street to it was under the overpass okay and then it got torn down got it and so now it's it's back to being a parking lot which it was before yeah. um and has since moved up uh, off of 71 but I worked for them for, oh gosh, about ten years. Holy shit! Yeah, that's in a long Chicago time. though, right? Well, it, no. So I, st- it's again. We, well, we have time, right? So we I started. Yeah, I started. Well. Pour another gla- I'm gonna get another glass of rosé. I we think I need an ice cube. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little sweaty. the bougiest of them all. Yeah. Come onto this podcast. We do not have any ice cubes. Take, that's okay. I'm, I'm just gonna take my. Uh, uh, so I started. I started here in Cincinnati and as an intern and then got offered the full-time gig and actually moved here in 2008, 2009. And right, that's when I started dating my now husband who mm-hmm. was living in Chicago. But ironically, he grew up here. He's a West Sider. So Ooh. I very much, the main, one of the primary reasons we started talking was I found out he was from here and I was moving here. So I was using him for information. Totally. To sure. say, Okay, tell me everything about Cincinnati. Where do I need? To, what do I need to yeah. know? Yeah. Give me the scoop. What's which... the best chili? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I like the vegetarian as, Cincinnati as style all chili. non-native Cincinnati yeah. people. We yeah. can talk all the shit that we want. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I hate the Cincinnati chili. I don't like. It's the not line. chili. It's not chili. It's a fucking meat sauce. Right. It is. It's a, it's a spaghetti yeah. topping. It's a noodle topping. I send I, your hate DMs. Go ahead. We'll take it. Don't yeah. get me started on getta. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's the leftover scrap that nobody wanted. Really, exactly. Yeah. We can afford meat now. Let's put the meat back in. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, I I don't I I'm I'm basically pescatarian, so I don't do that stuff. Oh, uh, sure. yeah, okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. but it's hard to be here in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so ten years at Dunhumby started out here, and then um, got to actually move to New York City. So lived in Brooklyn Ooh, for almost two years. And were you and Nick dating your her now husband Nick dating long distance then? No, so when I got the when I got the opportunity to go to New York, uh, he 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 quit his job and he moved with me. Awesome! Wow, so he, powerful. We, we went from being little long distance Chicago Cincinnati to living together in seven hundred square feet in Brooklyn. Wow. Well, yeah, that doesn't catapult a relationship. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I had pretty much. It's either going to make it or break it, it. That's exactly what I thought. So, and we survived. Yeah, and um, I came back to we not I we came back to Chicago. Um, about two years after being in New York. Uh-huh. And this is actually part, this is a big part of why the barcode. So yeah. I'm going to share it. But my yeah. dad was really sick. So mm-hmm. I'm an only child, um, extremely close to my my dad, especially. Mm-hmm. And at the time, um, he was diagnosed with mm-hmm. lung cancer. And it was at mm-hmm. stage four, right after we moved to New York. So it was emotionally very difficult. I yeah. felt like I was, and I ended up going back and forth a lot. Yeah. And so when things were getting worse, um, it was just really important to me to get home. For and so sure. we yeah. moved back to Chicago and um, soon got engaged after that. And and we planned, a you know, this this, this big, great wedding at the Chicago Cultural Center. It was mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get to be there. Oh. 
you know, yeah. physically, but yeah. I know he, I knew he was with me. So, oh my God. It yeah, was, of course. it was, uh, I got another year with him by yeah. going back and, uh, it was really important. So it was after that, that when my dad passed away, um, I was just a very, and I know we're going to talk about what, you know, kind of what fit means to yeah. me, but the the my mental state was just mm. the worst it's been in my entire life i mean i feel you <laughs> i and it's 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 hard cuz you know so many of us are touched by cancer and other illnesses and 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 the it it hits when it hits home and it when it's apparent and i had like just turned 30 so mm-hmm. i mean i was i was you know i was still relatively young of emotionally course. i was very yeah. much i was so close to my father um so I knew that I needed to do something for myself mm-hmm. um, that was went beyond just seeing a therapist, th- those kinds of things. And yeah. for me, movement always was my um, way of release and a way with just coping with stress. Yeah, so me too. rather than, you know, it's great. It's, I love to drink and I mm-hmm. love to, you know, love to eat. I yeah. mean, I was sure. <laughs> definitely yeah. as a kid, like that was my, that was my vice. I was very much an overweight child. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got so many things in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's cheers love to it. that, right? Let's cheers to that. There we yes. go. Right. I think it's cold. Yes. I was there, were you fat when no, you were little? Sorry. <laughs> no. Well, bitch. you can't say that. And I was really yeah. bad at dance too. <laughs> There were other things wrong with me. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to hear that in yeah. or maybe later. Yeah. I don't know. There's a list. Mm. Yeah. So I, I knew that I needed something more and I actually hated, hated group fitness. I found mm. like I, every time I tried to take a class, which was mostly at like a big box gym, sure. not going to lie. I just never like connected with the instructor. Yeah. I just felt like everybody was more into like looking at the other person. Mm. Um, just yeah. I don't Which know. I didn't can very like much it. be true. Sure. Yeah, and and I just wanted I wanted to do my own thing. Was that part of being an only child and just naturally kind of you know independent and like I'm like I got this. I just I do my own thing, and then a, f- a coworker convinced me to try a barcode class because mm-hmm. it was literally a five minute less than five minute walk from our office Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. convenience was yeah convenience it was I mean it was you couldn't get more convenient yeah so I begrudgingly like said okay I'll do it knowing that I actually probably really needed something like this to help me at the time and it was it it was like three weeks after my my dad passed away Mm -hmm. and I I remember going into the studio and it was in it it still is it's the same spot but in in a basement so Mm -hmm. like literally no natural light light. yeah you go down these stairs you have like you walk down a hallway you have no idea what you're getting your like what you're walking into and i walked in and i immediately from like the first person that at the desk and the instructor like greeted me it just felt so authentic yeah and just like home yeah as cheesy as that sounds it just felt like okay i belong here Mm -hmm. and i took my first class and it was just I knew like I okay this is this is something that's going to be really good for me yeah mentally yeah. I'm skipping and ahead here but yeah what you're really good at if listeners haven't been to the studio is welcoming everyone that walks in is it because of that experience you think it's a big part of it so yes sure. I definitely remember I mean I'll, I I remember who welcomed me I remember my instructor I remember that I you know I could see I can I can close my eyes and go back and and see that and feel it um yes it's a big part of it it's also just I think me as a person I I always want to feel uh 
I always want to feel that I, I let me take let me take a step back. I want others to feel that they always have they always belong, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. there's I think in today's world it's 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 so easy to get caught into clicks and get caught up in just what's going on if you know who are you following and what right. are you doing and what are you wearing and yeah. this that and the other. But honestly, what I want my space my studio to be is just completely just shed all of that like we are literally all people we are all here we're all working on ourselves we all have our issues but like everybody belongs yeah so i just try try really hard to make that a point of yeah but thank you for noticing no i I love that about your studio yeah i would say that it's that's totally palpable when when you walk in and i've you know been there quite a few times and and every time i'm coming that's like what has struck me and so I was recently there just last week with Kayla Hansman past guest um and we did a cardio kickboxing class yes and we had just Kayla and I had like just been talking about cardio kickboxing and like it was kind of the roots of our group fitness experience is like what got me into group fitness and so much fun I love it and I haven't hadn't done it in a while and so it was like so nice to get back there but you opened the class with something that was like leave your anxiety here like this is the t- you're you're done now we're the next 50 minutes whatever it is like you're not mm-hmm. gonna have it and I was coming in so anxious I mean I was having I was coming off a, a really bad week and you know less than nine months ago I lost my brother and mm-hmm. it it just adds as I'm sure you're aware, an extra, another level on top of everything else that's going on. So whenever oh, yeah. something would be like maybe quote unquote, you know, normally difficult or normally stressful, now it just feels like it's completely unmanageable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like upcoming work travel that I had to go through. And I, I shared yeah. this with you. Yeah. And I was leaving that the next, for the very next day. And I left that class and I was like, oh, like just like that like breath yeah. out I was like that is just what I needed yep. you know it yep. and it was like so great I had to use my brain you know the sequences mm-hmm. when you're trying to remember the routine I also came from a dance background I love dancing this has such like a dance choreography element to it yes um yes. It, it just you, you turn the lights down low the music was it was just it was so, so much more than a workout. Yeah. Well, like it's I hard was... to be anxious when you have to use your brain and focus on something, right? right? It's, yeah. right. It's, it's distract. I mean, it's distracting in a sense. Yeah. Because you're, you, you have to come out of any of that other stuff that's occupying your head at the time and if it focus essentially because if you don't you're li- you're literally going to be that person who's k- kicking the wall or kicking somebody yes, else kicking next to you right else. yeah and so you that, don't want to be that right. person no yeah. i mean there is that <laughs> you person don't know. Yeah, you don't. in every class and that's right. okay and we love them and i yeah, tell you everybody you got to learn you know what it's it is it just focus on yourself mm-hmm. right and as long as you're not hurting anybody else then you, you belong. i mean that's, that's and everyone else is so focused on themselves that right. yes. no one's paying attention to anyone else no. like all i was looking at was my in the mirror all I right. was thinking was am I gonna nail this combination you know like I'm not I don't care what anyone else is doing around me it's totally no. individual no, it's all about you oh but how good does it feel when you nail the combination when you nail the whole thing like oh, start it's... to finish no mistakes I don't know I've never done it you've never done it <laughs> I mean you've maybe. done bra no I've never nailed it <laughs> never nailed a combination I've done the class you've never nailed it I, mean, just, I don't know you just maybe. have to you just have to come back that's you the have thing. To that's not my that's skill like set a... I mean, that's so I really like the class it's, yeah. I'm saying I've never nailed well, it but I enjoy it 
Oh my god, mm-hmm. that's okay. I feel it like is. you can nail it. Yeah, you just gotta keep doing. Okay, it. I thanks have, for I, believing I, in me. I do because it is so satisfying. It is. It's it like is. It's it's like a whole like other high. Jacks me up. Right. Like, yeah. Like, when I you got nail this. the whole yeah. thing, and you're like, you yeah. did it. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Okay, so rewind yes. to yes. you took your first bar class. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're in yes. the basement in Chicago. I'm in the basement. Three weeks after your dad dies, like this is amazing. This is amazing. Yes. So I quickly was like, okay, what do I need to do? I'm taking class here all the time. Yeah. So I started taking class literally every day. And I, I just recently ran now now as an owner um, of my own studio. I recently looked back at some of the history, and I think in in a little more, just a little more than two than two and a half years, I took. 650 classes wow so i was legit addicted like it was my you were committed it it was my drug it was my drug of choice yeah i was very committed and it was all different types of classes it wasn't just that that's the nice thing about the barcode is it's yes we are a bar studio but we're actually um a lot more as we've alluded to we've got you know this, this cardio kickboxing class we have a class that's more like a boot camp um, is that the total body conditioning? Yes. Yes. Which, it's my favorite of their Is classes. that the one we did yes. together? Yes. I had this, you had yes. the f- fucking ankle weights. Uh-huh. Ankle yes. <laughs> body bars. And oh. they look so light. You're like, I got these ankle weights. No. No. They're not easy. No. They're one they and a half pounds. Uh-huh. Try jumping with those yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, that was a good class. I like that yeah. a yeah. lot. Yeah. That, that also, again, that, that, again, it's pushing you beyond what you think you can do. Mm-hmm. And then you, you throw in these bigger range of motion, heavier props, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so I um, started taking class all the time, obsessively, and then they said, you should really, would you like want to work here? Mm-hmm. Like, you hang out here a lot. Right. You're here all the time. Yeah. You know all the combinations. <laughs> you, you, you can essentially teach class. Yeah. Like, we should just have you as a sub. Uh, but so I had my, I was doing my Dun- Dunhambi gig, which I traveled quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'd love to work the desk for a free membership. That's that's oh, feasible. Yeah. Yeah. So I started sure. I started working the desk. Loved that. Um, and then I had an amazing opportunity. I lived. I went in a, with Dunhumby. I I went to China for nine months, and I lived in China. Awesome by so myself. Cool. Yeah. So I left my husband, who at the time we got married October twelfth, uh-huh. two thousand thirteen. And then on the 31st, I left for China and I left him in Chicago. For nine months. For nine months. But didn't you say he was able to come? He did come visit okay. me and I but did still. come back. But still. It wow. was, and we had been together already at that point, like six years. But to start a marriage, like it's... That, that is so... Ju- I mean, I mm-hmm. was kind of recently approached with my work about an expat assignment yeah. in Costa Rica. And I, I can't imagine. Like, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It'd be so it, hard. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I have a, how I have a very I supportive that. husband. He's yeah, he's, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, I it was for me. It was like checking the box of I never got to study abroad, mm. and, and he did mm. in college, and so it was. And like, it was kind. Of, you knew like it's going to be for this amount of time. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So uh, it, was it, defined, it was. It was like yeah. it was very defined, and I'm, you okay. hadn't had a kid yet. So it, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because with a child, no, I don't think that. Yeah, been, yeah. We would not have done that. Um, you can't leave him for nine months. <laughs> Okay, I mean, asking you, for is there a kennel or yeah, like, oh. yeah. You just board them in a cage like is that how it works right yeah something like that there, i mean there are cool. there are there are always other options um but no that the bonding the bonding doesn't really happen when that happens okay, so okay. those first nine months that's the part that we're missing there yeah, okay. <laughs> we can't no, to sell. we can't wrap our minds yeah. around that yeah 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 okay, cool. <laughs> so go to china that's a whole story we're gonna skip that part go come back and um 
I was really missing the code, really missing mm, the barcode mm-hmm. TBC. And um, did you do any workouts when you were in China? I was just going to ask. Yeah. That. So, <laughs> what's yes their group and, fitness yeah. like? <laughs> yes and no. There, the group fitness. Uh, if there was a group fitness scene, I did. Well, also, what is this? Twenty thirteen. 2014 yeah, yeah what about like tai chi did you need tai chi no okay. <laughs> i mean i appreciated watching it uh so a couple things i i did i would work out in the um i was in this like uh extended stay hotel oh yeah and they had a they had a facility an indoor thing an yeah. indoor gym and gym. so i would i would do my own thing there but did you uh, take like your barcode classes and try to put him back no you know why do you know why that doesn't work you know i just learned i'm gonna do a quick insertion right here we'll get back to it have you guys heard of the kohler effect no so the kohler effect i've written down it's it talks about like the potency of group training so there are like published studies that people are more highly motivated in a group setting compared to doing it alone 100 percent. so people are more motivated to push themselves harder like it's like a proven proven thing and I, I mean, we've obviously seen this with like why yeah. group fitness I think is so effective and why it's continuing to gain momentum. It's like I, I do group fitness is like my soul, what I do for a workout. And I recently when I was traveling had to do stuff on my own. And it's like, yeah, I can. Yeah, I'm working. I'm doing hard, whatever. But it's right. like it's no, nothing compared. Yeah, it's not. It really isn't. So and even if you could take your barcode classes when, and take them to China. Exactly. Someone's holding that plank next to you. Like, OK, fine. They're still holding it. I guess I can still hold it. Right. It's like you see yeah. other you can see and it. It's it, no, I completely you you it, you the actually energy. feed off the energy yeah. exactly of the person next to you because the, and that's what's so cool God, about every class this, is different. Right. Yeah. Depending on the people and depending on like what you bring what your day was like how you how you react in class affects that person next to you and isn't that amazing Mm -hmm. at humans that we have that effect on each other that in a room you can just be standing and like it it can be different from one day to the next of the same totally or like a time of day or like what you're doing anything and that's like the that's the mental that is magic Mm -hmm. it really is it's collective energy Right? Damn. Yeah, yeah, it's magic. How does yeah, it work? <laughs> Who can explain it to me? <laughs> so you go to China, you come back. You mm-hmm. don't do any group Thanks, workouts Mary. in keep China. Thanks, Mary. Keeping yeah. us on track here. Yeah. I'm here. So here don't do any. That's why we kept her. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you, guys, you guys play off each other nicely. Um, <laughs> Am I energy? the new co-host? <laughs> oh, my God. I accept. You don't have time. <laughs> it's true. I do not have time. My husband's going to be like, no. <laughs> not another thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, so you come back. So so I didn't do anything in China. The uh, so the other thing, the other reason why, um, very polluted there. Yeah, the I've air heard. quality was. Gr- people are like spitting yeah. on the sidewalks uh, and like hawking yes, loogies. Yes, and then but also there's no trash. I heard because no one eats on the go. Uh, no, there's got to be put trash I, somewhere. I, oh, like no trash on the ground. Yeah, like litter. The, that's fair. I mean, there there are other people cleaning. Like you know how we have our downtown ambassadors. There's definitely like you see that a lot. Okay. Like people cleaning up the streets, but the the pollution in mm-hmm. the air from all yeah. the manufacturing yeah. is so bad. You, mm-hmm. I rarely saw a blue sky. Like, wow. And I even had a mask. Where were you in China? I was in a city called Hangzhou, which okay. is about an hour um, high-speed rail from Shanghai. Okay. So it's actually where Alibaba is headquartered. Oh. I wasn't working with Alibaba, but uh-huh. I was working with another company. And because it was a city that many people have not heard of, uh-huh. even though there's 10 million people living there, uh there were not a lot of expats so i was mm. i was really culture on my shock own. i was yeah. just really on my own and yeah. 
like will address the elephant yeah. in the room you being six one yeah amongst and, and all white. these and yeah <laughs> well, I, well yeah. I'm like I, I was recently in latin america and like they're short yeah like the women there are yeah. so short and they're wearing teats yeah super high heels and so yeah. then mm-hmm. i'm also wearing high heels i'm just like but, looking down upon yeah. them i couldn't i was so happy to be back in like the land of regular sized people right oh one of my buddies live in china and he's like a six foot four black man and everyone thought he was lebron james for sure he was i like, would eat that shit they up. want their yeah. picture yeah. right <laughs> yes yes so no i did not do any i did not in fact i went to china and i drank a lot of wine and beer and and kind of that's when I become became pescatarian because of I, I some of the stuff I ate was yeah. questionable mm-hmm. and it yeah. also didn't well, like I, seeing some of the things I saw with the animals yeah. and yeah. what have you. Well, but different seasons of life, sure, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, came back and was just I just had missed it so much. Yeah. And so I started up with class again, mm-hmm. like picked off where I, I left off, and that's when they said, "You really sh- would you, I, Michelle, you should consider being an instructor." And I thought, I can barely do a push-up. How can I be an instructor? Mm. Like, I, how is that an example? But, yeah. it, it, you know what, it goes it goes so much beyond that because mm-hmm. it's honestly, as as a good instructor, isn't, you're not, you're not doing the workout. It's not about you. Right. It's about how do you coach your clients and how do you get them through? Right. Um, so how do you, how do you, yes, you have to lead by example, but also you don't have to be perfect. No one's perfect. Right. So I did. about that. Yeah. 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 I, I trained um, all while doing my doing my day job. And then um, mm. how many hours are you putting aside? So your- training when I went through training, uh, it was eight weeks and it was about 10 hours a week. On top of I know what is a very demanding company. Yeah. Damn. And traveling, traveling about two weeks out of the month. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I had a, um, I kind of had a mini mental breakdown doing that um, because I came back from China and yeah. it was harder actually coming back than, mm-hmm. than leaving mm. because I felt like I, I literally had spent nine months barely talking to anybody because mm-hmm. I didn't know Chinese. I was trying to learn yeah. it, but still it was just such a different culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I came back and I was also not in a great place. And because I, have you dealt with your grief? Not really. No. Yeah. Uh, away uh, but basically i dealt with it by running away to yeah another oh country. And, and i'm coming from a place of like i am on the verge of a mini melt breakdown and probably also i'm not dealt with my grief so like not a ju- place of judgment here no it's it, it well that's yeah it's a, it's a process it <laughs> yeah, is definitely it is, a, process, a process and it's not like something you can just get get and over right we ignored our society i was just talking to my husband about this how much change impacts us whether it's good or bad so in that situation here you have a new marriage, a move, a great job opportunity, but also change, a new country, yeah. loss of a parent. Like we ignore how much change impacts us and we don't stop to process that. I know. I we, I also, I just sometimes wonder, it's like, because we could, we can't, we don't have the capacity to. Right. No. Like what if it's, you, if you stopped for a second mode, to process right. it, you would just collapse under it. Yeah, That's exactly. how, That is literally how I feel day to day of like, you, you yeah. got to keep going. Just right. do. If you, you do. don't keep going, You'll drown. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. You do. You have to just, just kind of, you, you said it exactly, yeah. Chrissy. Like that's, you just, you just have to keep going. So, um, so I did, I, I went through training, but I was just, uh, I, I was traveling. I didn't, I passed my instructor training, but I didn't get to teach cause I was traveling so much, mm. which also pained me because I just invested all this time and energy yeah. to train and get certified. And so I actually took some time 
away from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a little mini sabbatical. Oh, and that's nice. It was dur- It was very nice. During that time, I um, did a lot of soul searching, mm-hmm. uh, took a lot more class. <laughs> and uh, I know Jill and Ari are the, f- the co-founders of The Barcode. Mm-hmm. So The Barcode started in Chicago in 2010 by two women who met through their husbands. Mm-hmm. Jill was working... Uh, as an executive at Accenture, and Ari was mm. in pharmaceutical sales. Interesting. So they both had their fitness, or excuse me, they both had their kind of their their day jobs was was business, mm-hmm. but their passion was fitness. And they came together on New Year's Eve. They met on New Year's Eve, and they came together. And if they're listening to this, and I'm inaccurate, forgive me, ladies. But the way I understand it is, they came together on New Year's Eve. And they made a pact, like they had just met and they made a pact that they were going to create something in the new year, which was 2010, I believe. Cool. So in in their own, out of their condos in like River North, or I think some part of the city, wherever they were living, they um, started developing like their, their version of what they felt a, um, a positive group fitness like a boutique fitness firm yeah yeah yeah. so you know pure bar was already around Mm -hmm. uh in fact jill grew up with the the founder of pure bar they Mm -hmm. they they grew up dancing together so they they wanted to create something different that kind of went beyond just the aesthetic of looking thin and Mm -hmm. getting that beach body but Mm -hmm. focusing more on strength and less about what we have to lose so just about feeling strong and what that means from a you know not just physically but mentally Mm -hmm. so they 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 started developing bar b fit at the time Mm. so bar b e e fit Mm -hmm. um the name was a little polarizing um and eventually became the barcode but uh, they started in that River North studio, which is where that was their first studio. Yeah. And they know the basement studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The basement. And now they have four studios in the city. But anyway, I was, I was taking their classes. And when I had come back from China and was going through instructor training, they were talking about franchising and mm-hmm. expanding to, especially in the Midwest, because they're, they, they were from Michigan. There was a lot of, there were already barcodes in Michigan. And I just asked them about Ohio, because even though I'm not from here, I knew that I'd spent some time in Cincinnati. And, palace, and you've, got marketing, yeah. you've got a marketing, you've got a marketing brain. I got yeah. a marketing you know, brain. And I also really you like this city. There are palaces in Cincinnati. There are palaces in the West yeah. End. Mm-hmm. Dayton mm-hmm. Street. You guys should check it out. I was you. just at Day- on Dayton Street last night. A friend really? friend lives on historic Dayton Street. Gorgeous. Yeah. Amazing. So my cousin lives there. Beautiful. And mansion. We'll, we'll talk offline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, won't, I won't give I won't yeah, give yeah. his address because yeah, yeah. that's probably not good. But yeah. So so anyway, that that was that was where I lived in 2007. I was like but this. I understand what you're saying with the pa- I yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I got it so, um, so where was I? So I loved. I I don't know. Even you asked even about back franchising then, to Ohio. I asked yes, and they were saying Columbus, and I thought yes. I mean, I get it. Columbus, there's lots Some, of things. The new pl- market for new things. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. Yeah. And you got you know you got the, the university and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I Retail said headquarters. Yeah. Exactly. I said, well, what about Cincinnati? Is that on your radar at all? And they, they, they really hadn't thought of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't know anything about Columbus, but I, I do know Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And this was 2000, 
15 early 16 okay. so okay. i mean this has been in the works for for some time yeah. for me and uh i said that i it's i think the way that the city was going through in my opinion it you know we were going through a renaissance and for so sure i felt that this put that marketing hat on like this yeah. was the time yeah, yeah. this yeah. was the time and the, and downtown especially i didn't really have much right right and so as a as a working professional young professional i've thinking about what i would have wanted and Mm -hmm. where i was years years ago um having something like that downtown with the amount of people that are living downtown just like making it accessible yeah and making it a part of the culture yeah yeah i have to ask really quickly what did you do for dunhumley when you worked when you worked for them so I was a more of a strategist. Okay. I was a client lead, which meant I basically was kind of in between um, what what the analysts did who uh-huh. were pulling data. Pulling data. And then the the you know, the overall I focused on the marketing communication yeah. side. Interesting. So, this th- this story is, resonates with me so much because I live very much, which I don't talk about on the podcast often, like in a corporate world. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot about the skills or the practices or just the experience and learning I get from my job and how that applies to the Everything. podcast or, sure. or or just like, you know, how I how I think about strategy or how, I, right. how whatever it is. So I'm interested to know, like, what. So you eventually convinced them, right, that you're going to do a franchise. You're coming to Cincinnati. Yes. Like you opened this up. What what were the skills or like what were like the practices that you took from like a corporate job and what was like the most mm. helpful to apply? Right. Doing get, getting this endeavor going, like opening the studio. It's no small feat. No. Inside, not really fast for you answer yeah. that. Um, so Molly met Michelle before I met her uh-huh. and the way she explained Michelle, before I met you, was she has the best business mind that I've ever seen with any fitness studio ever because... I mean, you work for a stellar company. Like, that's no... That's a a prize company. You have to to be good talent to get there. Everyone knows that. And this is the example she shared... You, Molly was talking to you about something. You're like, oh yeah, I can track exactly who was here on this day. From I this love perspective. that. I love. I love it. I love oh, data. I I'm love right. Oh no, I love. It. I'm the same way. Yeah. So I, I know you'll be in. humble, oh. but I think tracking and metrics. Yes. From my perspective, yes. process optimizing. Yes. yes. Okay. But oh, now and so it's, I love you're saying that because my husband would. You know, I I spent I spent more than a year convincing my husband Nick that having a studio was not a bad idea as opposed to was a good idea Mm. if you catch the subtlety there so it was like babe we can i can do this oh this is not gonna fail but i can't guarantee that it's gonna like you know it's not gonna be gangbusters out of the park right 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 from the start Mm -hmm. it's gonna take time so trust me that it's gonna it will get there but this is not a bad idea yeah Right. So uh, having to trade a very, very good job with amazing benefits. Totally. And then overnight go with, you know, no, no, no salary whatsoever. So, yeah. And um, you had to put your your faith in yourself. He had to put absolutely his faith in you. Absolutely. To do it. A lot of sacrifices. Yeah. A lot of sacrifices. On top of that, found out 
two weeks after I signed my agreement that I was pregnant with our first child. Of course. Mm-hmm. So that's the universe saying yeah, that's the Howdy universe partner. Yeah, that's right. Let's like <laughs> oh, you bring it. It's going to be easy. Okay. You can do it. We're only doing <laughs> this. This was going to be too easy for you to do. Uh-huh. Just you. Let's, We're let's just throw a baby on. in the mix. Some yeah. You know why? Cake. Because we know you can do it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, yeah. So my daughter was six months old when we opened the studio. Um, so that was a whole. I tell people I had two babies. I had the business, but then I also had my, my of course, my daughter first yeah. and yeah. foremost, my first baby, but then the business. So, um, damn. And now you're two years old. Two, turn, turning uh, two when? Turning yeah. two on a, literally a week from today, the 22nd of April was our and you official. should explain. You get all three classes. Yeah. What yes. do you got going on for the promo? Yeah. And then yes, I want to yes, hear yes. about what you've and learned in those uh, two yes. years. I didn't forget your. I didn't yeah. forget your question yeah, yeah, yeah. about you know putting it all together. So, so next week, um, next it, week. So starting April twenty second, April twenty second. So starting next Monday, all throughout the entire week through Sunday, the twenty second through the twenty eighth, all of our classes at the studio are free, which is amazing because they you guys, normally are. How much for a drop-in? So a, a regular drop-in is, is $22. Yeah, it's an amazing offer. Come so in. Free. 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 Yeah. Completely, Pop in. Completely free. Anything no you strings want. attached. Yeah. Uh, the world's oyster. Normally. <laughs> that's right. Oh, don't get me started on oysters. Um, <laughs> we do clams oysters. in class, if you've ever, if you know oh, clams. Yeah. I, yeah my outer <laughs> thigh was talking to me <laughs> yes. as I was sitting on the airplane flying. Uh, yeah. Michelle, so... Normally we have 25 classes, but I've decided we need to have more next week. So we're doing 35 classes. 35 classes a week. 35 classes just next week. Yeah, we'll rein it back in. We'll rein it back in. But um, no, it's uh, all all of our formats are featured. um, And on top of that, so because I come from a Dunhumby loyalty background, I it's a combination of the anniversary is a celebration of where we've been, but also where we're going. Yeah, and so our future is obviously welcoming new members into our community Mm -hmm. but we want to acknowledge where we've been and the fact that we're still around because of all of the wonderful people who are members today yeah so i um have made it a priority Uh, i've reached out and i'm working with about 30 local companies give or take on um prizes cool for my members so whenever a member comes to class that day, they will be eligible for the prizes that day. So it's different my prize way, every day. Diff- several prizes every oh. day. Yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Can you do a? Te- can you give us a couple teasers of maybe what people can expect? Just sure. A cu- throw out sure, a, just sure, a few. Sure. So Richter and Phillips, who happens to be our neighbor just on the corner of Sixth and Main, we have a great relationship with them. They have graciously donated a very generous gift card. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. That is no joke. So let's get your <laughs> membership going here. Yeah. Ooh. Got to be a member to win. Okay. Ooh, yeah, okay. okay. So, okay. Good, okay. Good to know. Good to know. We have, we do have special media memberships. Mm. So let's talk. Uh, <laughs> See, exemplify. Always, always doing business. Um, <laughs> always trying. Corporate sales. Uh, I mean, uh, there. What is it? ABS. W- always be selling. <laughs> always be yes. Uh-huh. Always be always be selling. Always be closing. Always be selling. Mm. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, have a lot of uh, OTR businesses that yeah. I've gotten to partner with. So I saw. I got it. I saw a Luvino on there, which is yes. my, one of my. Per- personal personal so we're, favorite spots i'm glad so you delicious. brought that up because we're actually doing a founding member appreciation brunch on sunday at luvino 
So I'm hosting all of the all of the people who have been with me from the very beginning. I'm hosting a brunch for them, uh, a private. That is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Like I don't know any other studio. Mm-mm. I can't think. I can. Th- I can maybe think of a few because we've got fucking great studios in Cincinnati. They're all about community. But it is. A, it is a rare thing to see that you're going to take out the people that yeah. have been around you, and yeah. that just it makes me feel like you truly think of it as a team. And kind of going back to this like business, this business part, the like corporate world, the the company yep. culture of something yes. is so important, no matter what level you are in the organization, of that you have this business, yeah. and like yes, you're an instructor, you run it, you have other instructors who run it, but you rely on the people coming in too. Like it's a part, it's a partnership. You're getting, yeah. you're providing something, they're giving you something. You Absolutely. know, and to think of it as, you know, this this one organization working together if you will that yeah it's, it's amazing to to give back to the people that are, it, that are contributing to this that success. that's exactly it because yeah. as much as i i'm excited to meet all the new people that are going to come in next week there's still i have to thank and acknowledge everybody yeah. who's been with me and so i mean that's i like to say i'm not in the business of doing fitness i'm mm-hmm. in the business of creating community yeah and so yes i mean i am a, i am an instructor and yes, we are a fitness studio, but at the end of the day, when I think back to the little Michelle, who was never really that little, the younger version of me and what, <laughs> what I always aspired to, and I always I always said I wanted to be my own boss and have my own business one day, but I didn't know what that looked like, mm-hmm. that I wanted to help people. Yeah. That was my goal. Yeah. And I uh, thought for a long time that that meant being a doctor and sort of pursued that route, but knew pretty quickly, like I had too many other interests. And then for me, where I feel I really, at the end of the day, where I feel fulfillment is that I've, at we, not just me, my team, mm-hmm. we're, we're creating a community yeah. that allows women especially to just feel supported, feel good about themselves, never put down, just always up, you know, lifted up and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think that we've talked about this on, on this podcast numerous times. And you can go a bunch of places and you can get a workout. Mm-hmm. A squat is a squat wherever you go. You can do a hammer curl. You, you right. can, whatever. You, there's proprietary. No, no, no one is inventing a new workout at no. this point, right? We got it down. It's truly about how you're going to feel when you're there and the community around that. And I and I almost am worried that this is going to be this buzzword in the industry, right? This like community, 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 you know, like you got to create community and people are going to try to make it into this commodity of like, we're, commu- we're a community, a community. And I want to hear from you, like, what does community mean for mean to you? And like, where, how can you, how do you distinguish yourself from another place that's doing a boot camp of our class. You know what I mean? Like, right. what does that mean for you? For me, when I see women in a class, come out of class before class, who normally on the street, if they saw one another cross paths, would would not normally interact. Mm-hmm. But when they're inside the studio, mm-hmm. they have that kind of common, I don't know, goal or focus. And when I and I'll I'll make it really real. I I have literally college girls you you know who are just shy of 21 all the way up to 70 year olds who can pound out a burpee yeah here or 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 modify and know exactly what they've we've helped them modify so that they can do what's right for their body but to see all of them 
and everything in between interact and actually not feel like they're forced to interact, but Mm -hmm. like actively just want to be together and talk about their things outside of the studio, talk about their day, talk about I, when I see women after class talking to one another Mm -hmm. who I know Mm -hmm. that maybe like just the other day didn't even know one another that just like warms my heart to me that's it's something that I think it does start with the feeling you get when that we try to create when you walk in yeah which is there's just no pretenses there's and and I'm to be in full transparency I mean level of fitness is also not just age but there's there's women who are just starting their fitness journey and trying to get back into shape and feel very insecure and then there's women who are prenatal and we're learning how to make modifications for themselves so that they're safe so it it becomes all about just making people feel that they have a right to be there Mm -hmm. and that they can learn from one another and it I think it it just it it happens because we try to really just focus on that mindset that you're you're in this together. Yeah, yeah. And, and to that point, one of the things I love about what you do is the term body positivity, which I also am nervous, speaking mm-hmm. of community being mm-hmm. overused, that this term is going to be overused because while I was not an overweight child, I certainly have struggled with eating issues and body image issues. Yeah. It's called being a woman right? I, yeah. in the universe yeah. exactly. that we live in. And it's yeah. funny because when you're in it, you think you're the only one. Of course. But then as you grow up, you realize, oh, actually, no. We right. Like, oh. And like, there's got to be power Almost. in that, guys. Yeah. Well, everyone. Everyone. Listen we to me. Are everyone. <laughs> That's right. You are not alone. Yeah. But define that and explain how that influences what you do at the barcode because I think that's such a huge part of what I've witnessed when I come to your classes is just this inclusivity of all body types all fitness levels so describe how what body positivity is for you at the barcode and how that influences what you do and how that's ingrained in your work so it, it really it just comes down to feeling uh feeling strong and gaining gaining strength so and we we were talking about this uh just this weekend with some of the other instructors you know you could say all day that you want to be toned because that's that's your goal is to have this like these toned arms and mm-hmm. and yes that's a very great it's a great goal to have we're never going to really talk about tone because you can be not toned and really strong and a, Fuck like, yeah, like you a can. badass like a <laughs> oh my god like a serious yeah. badass so i want women strength doesn't have a, lo- sh- a look no no a and you know and we all have heard it like strength yeah. is the new skinny yeah, yeah, yeah yada yeah. yada whatever um <laughs> <laughs> whatever i yeah. mean i posted it on our instagram i yeah. i can i yeah but i think it comes back to just being accepting of where you are right now because if you think about you think about these fitness goals that we have as, as women, especially it's like, okay, when I hit this, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But, but one, what does it take to get there? What are you sacrificing? Mm-hmm. And then once you get there, are you really happy? Mary and I are right. nodding like, mm-hmm. vigorously. Yes. You can't see right? us, but we are bobbing We're like our little heads. bobbleheads yeah. right uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I'm glad I well, I'm glad you go. And, and I think it, it, you can relate to that because I, myself as a very, tall so those of you who don't know me and hopefully will meet me soon yes I am like six feet tall and um I was five eight when I was going into high school so most 
talk about there's insecurity there alone being that age but then being taller than like everybody and looking more like a teacher than a student but Mm. I I always struggled with that and also and weight issues um and so for me I went to college and I lost weight I did what most people the opposite of most people Mm do and it became important to me once I kind of got out of out of the house and out of you know my under from under my parents that I really take control of my own choices and all that stuff and so it became working out became an obsession especially Mm -hmm. after I broke up with my college boyfriend Mm -hmm. of my entire college years so it became it just became like the thing that really defined me and knowing that that was not sustainable knowing Mm -hmm. that I was missing out and skipping out on social things so that I could go to the gym and work out for two hours was recognizing that that was not healthy and that I needed to find something that was more sustainable. Yeah. Um, It's hard when you're in it, Mm -hmm. when you're in that it's, it's hard to break free. And when you're, when you're talking about body positivity, I love this idea of body autonomy. Mm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether you, whatever you feel about your body, your body is not you. No, you right. like you are not defined by how your body looks. So like you can have this whole that you are this whole separate entity that it's not that you're going to love your body every day or that you're going to feel good about your body all the time. Sure what I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just that your body doesn't matter. And right. and and, no. and the and the aspect of the way that you think about yourself, the way that you look at your own worth that it's not it's it's not attached to that, which I think I think true truly is like the key to the key to all of this. It's not. It it does. I was thinking about this today. Take take it out of the equation, mm-hmm. and it's going to be so hard. It is so hard. It We've is. just been. It's been ingrained in us forever. It's part of our culture. The way that you look, the way your body, your body, your body. But like, I just try to like imagine this this possibility of like, it, what, you don't have a body. No, you. It, What's that like? Well, but also, also like acknowledging that if you do have these thoughts and negative thoughts and feelings that's okay for sure like they're there and we're striving you don't have to attach a meaning to them exactly right yes yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i don't know where we were like should Mm. we write a book yeah i think we should write a book yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know where we were either wants to buy our book okay i think really i think really important it's that you should talk about some of the the different formats of the classes give us like a quick run through of like the offerings of the barcode so the barcode in and of itself the name you you associate bar and so for anybody who's not familiar with bar bar is it's hard not to be these days but trust me i still get people that walk in and say is it bar a no it's bar and it is a ballet bar but it's basically bar is a i like to say it's a combination of yoga pilates and dance kind of mixed together so it's it's low impact it's strengthening we focus on four main parts of the body so we're always going to hit on upper body work, core work, lower body, which is including, you know, thighs and seat targeting Mm -hmm. those parts of us as women, especially that lower body work is hard. It is, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me. And I've taken, as I said, I've taken almost, I don't know, 700 classes, but it's meant to be hard because you're working muscles in ways you're not used to working. Mm -hmm. And when we sit all day, we're going to have tension in our hips and we're going to be tight and all that jazz. (laughs) 
Um, so that's the barcode is we focus on those four main parts of the body. It's all strength and work. All of our classes are 50 minutes, so it's designed, and we're very strict about time. So we're designed. it's designed to get you in and out. Part of our mission is to be the most efficient workout that you can get mm-hmm. out there, um, which is another reason why we don't stretch in between. We kind of save all of that for the end because mm-hmm. we build we build up to that. Mm-hmm. The two other formats we have are, one is called Total Body Conditioning, which right. you guys touched on, which yeah. is like our version of a boot camp class. So it's going to mix hit work, high intensity intervals with strength. I like to tell people it's kind of a hybrid. So the strength work that you might see in a barcode class, you'll get that in in total body, but you're also going to be doing these intervals, which are going to help spike Mm -hmm. your metabolism and your heart rate and give you that afterburn and just make you feel like you've done a lot of work in, again, just 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. You feel really accomplished. And the third class, which we also touched on, is called Brawl, Mm -hmm. and that's our version of cardio kickboxing. Uh, It is my... (laughs) passion uh that class is something that really in my opinion makes us very different than anything else um especially i mean as another bar studio we are taking combinations of kicks and punches teaching you all of it so you don't have to have known anything coming into it yeah and in those 50 minutes we're going to break it down we're going to package it so that you feel like you can actually learn it you might not master it on your first time but that's okay that's why we we keep the same routine for mm-hmm. about two weeks so you can and come back and do it again kickboxing uh, yeah. professional sure. like i am no but yeah. no and you were you were you were damn good uh, you were you michelle just, how was i it's been too long <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. Mary, she was talking about how damn good I was. So can like yeah. you cover the floor for a second. Class. She was Chrissy was there last week. You it's been a while. So you oh need god, to come I'm back. getting called out left and right on this podcast. <laughs> but honestly, it's not about being good. I yeah, no, I, I, it I, is, I it is not. I, I it go is, back. I kind of go back on my. It words. is not it's, about. It's it. about just focusing and kind of owning your own energy and yeah. like attacking. And so yes. I tell women, especially that are new for the first time, like you're gonna mess up. Just accept it. You're going to feel silly. Mm -hmm. Just go with it and know that by the end of class, my only goal is that you leave feeling better than you came. So if you can do that. Mission accomplished. Then I've done my job. Yeah. And so Brawl is my my baby. It's my passion to get people sweaty, hot, and like feeling, as I said the other day, like, any of you go, any of you ladies could go in the alley and like defend yourself. Not that I want you to, but yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the that. idea is that you're like my the did elbows you? slam down. Yes, oh, yes, I did think about that. Elbow okay. strike. Okay. The elbow strike. It's yes. like one of my that's my one of my favorite moves. And my second favorite move is the uh, pivot punching in the corners. Oh yeah, the corner corner. The yeah. corner to corner. I think yeah. mostly because it's like a dance move. Yes, it does. Like it. it does. It does. It totally does. Bear's <laughs> rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Michelle. I think we've arrived to the big, the big, oh, the big question. I think I know what's coming. Yes. You know what's coming. It's huge. What does being fit mean to you after all of this? Your whole long journey, which has been. Thank you so much for sharing and like getting vulnerable with us. It's not easy to to talk about these things. I know it, but I I want to know what does it mean to you. And I've thought a lot about this. I feel that fit really, not not surprisingly from what we've said um, in the last hour or so, is just fit really comes back to um, sound mind and body. 
So yes, we can, we can get to that level of fitness where we feel strong and we look good, Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's, it goes beyond the body as, as you were saying, Chrissy, I think it really transcends. And I, I, I I felt this way even before you said that. So I'm not just, just going off of what you said. Uh, mentally, there's such a big mental piece to it because it really comes back to just believing that you're worthy, believing that you, you can, and that you have every right to work on yourself and being whatever that, whatever that version of yourself is that you want to be. So, yeah. cause a lot of what we do, I think there's something like 95% of it is, is mental, right? So when we're in it, when we're, we're, when we're in it and we feel like we just can't push any further. We can't do that next rep. We, we can't. It's really our mind that's telling us that. Yeah. So it's like training your mind to believe that you can mm-hmm. and how that will just allow you to accept yourself in a way that goes beyond the physical because, you know, the, this body, we, we can't take it with oh, I mean, the physical it, is right? fleeting, right? Physical this is fleeting. so temporary. Exactly. Even, in, even, even in our, the, in, the entire life that we're here on earth, what we got 40 good 40 decent years of like our bodies starting to not betray us you exactly. know it's exactly. got it's got to be more than that it's easy to get caught up when when you're young and it's mm-hmm. like working the way it should and it looks the way it should to be like that's the focus that's the focus but it's going to go there's it no is. there's no it there's is. absolutely no way around it and accepting that and, and knowing... if you don't have your mind right mm-hmm. what what does it matter yeah 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 Completely. Amazing. Okay, so again, April twenty second. Yes. Through the 29th? 28th. Twenty eighth. So Monday through Sunday. Monday through Sunday. Right. So right after Easter, we're coming. We're closed on Easter because you know this is a this is very much a Catholic this city. Is Cincinnati. This is Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna hit hard on on Monday, and it's every day is gonna have more classes than our typical typical schedule. Amazing. So really we got excited. giveaways going on for members and. Yes. Mayor's going to be there. Yes. I'll be there with Cinti State of Being. So mm-hmm. Barcode right. is one of our members. So I'll be there yeah. welcoming people, checking people in. I will be there. I can't. Uh, I'm still waiting on some like work travel details, but I think that I will like, I'll probably be there. Even if I'm not in Brazil, a little I'll guest be there. appearance. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Pop, oh, pop. oh, if I am in <laughs> Cincinnati, I will be there. I'm right like up the hill. I'm right in Prospect Hill. So I will just That's, yeah, do a no little excuse. jaunt just down. Get, yeah. Get yourself down there. Love to get down. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank really, you. really appreciate it. Okay, where can people follow you? Is it at what's your the barcode's handle? So our Instagram is barcode underscore Cincy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. on Facebook we're just the barcode Cincinnati. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, yeah, great. Follow Cincy State of Being. Follow at Meriden. She's the only one that gets her just her full name as an Instagram I know, handle. That's I pretty amazing. Haven't <laughs> forgotten. Badass. Haven't forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> like madonna yeah right right. it's like madonna you are legit said it (laughs) follow at the at what the fit podcast follow me personally at chrissy grody you want to see my hotel workouts um it's really hard for me to manage two accounts like i'm just doing a lot of my personal so just like follow follow me there content is yeah i i i I chose to ignore my personal i just put it all into the barcodes oh yeah i haven't i haven't gotten i haven't gotten there just follow follow them both follow both things slide into my dms subscribe on itunes rate review us follow us on spotify you know the drill you know the drill thank you so much Love you.